celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Vegas, the longest-running local racing show in the country. Now, out of the gate and off and running, here's your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Well, all right. Good morning. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. To all of you out there worldwide, we come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base. Sports Talk, 1400 AM and FM 107.1. Uh-huh. We also uh, get to you streaming in many different platforms, so we can get every little corner of the world, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. And then, of course, your devices, your iPhones, your Androids. You got your KSHP app. You stick it on your device, and you can hear us now, wherever you go with that thing. And, of course, uh, wherever you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So, however, wherever, whenever, welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas show for this Friday. It is Friday. Yes, Friday. The 14th day of July, 2023, right smack dab in the middle of the seventh month of this year, 2023, 714-2023 is your date. We welcome you to the show, and uh, looking out the uh, studio window, eh, about 11 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, here in Las Vegas, we're under a heat advisory, yep, well, a lot of the country is, we're under an excessive heat warning. It is already 86 degrees right here, and the sun is shining bright. The sky is blue, the ground is dry, and a bit hot. <laughs> 86, we're going to get up to, are you ready, are you ready, are you ready? 113 degrees today. 113. Think that's hot? How about topping off Saturday at 115, and on Sunday... 117 degrees. So you know what I'm going to say next if you're listening here in Las Vegas. Stay hydrated, stay hydrated, and again, stay hydrated. Drink water. Don't put yourself in the middle of that uh, sunshine too long, okay? Really that simple. Stay hydrated. Water, 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 water. Because if you feel dehydrated, it'll be too late. You got to stay hydrated. You got to keep it that way. Kids and pets inside or in the shade. That's it. 
And even if you have a pool, kids want to play in the pool, that's fine. But don't keep them out there too long because those rays will do numbers on them too. Okay? Pets. And, of course, all of the elderly and the people, uh, older people who have a hard time with the heat. Check on them. Make sure they're okay. Make sure they uh, know that Saratoga's running. After all, we want them to play the races, don't we? Anyhow, that's uh, that's the deal here in Las Vegas. As far as the country is concerned, looks pretty good across the country. Uh, a lot of action going on over Arkansas and uh, Oklahoma and Nebraska. But uh, the real weather that concerns us horse players, obviously, centers around Saratoga, New York. Now, you know, by listening to Jonathan Ardoon, who resides in that beautiful community, that they were uh, trying to beat the rain yesterday on opening day at Saratoga. And for all intents and purposes, they did. But it came shortly after the last race was over. Saw a, uh, a tweet with a picture of Saratoga about an hour after the races were complete, and it didn't look good. Started raining and all that. And I am told that it rained all night over Saratoga. So even though we are pent up and really getting ready for the first big weekend of Saratoga before we wait for the first big weekend at uh, Del Mar one week from today, we're going to be on. We're going to be on off going today at Saratoga. It's really that simple. As a matter of fact, Jonathan reports to me that the track is sealed, but it's it. It just got so much rain that it's sealed and still muddy. And they are obviously off the turf today at Saratoga. So we will uh, catch up on all that stuff a little bit later on. But taking a look at what happened on opening day at Saratoga. Great stuff. Good stuff. All right. The first race, uh, the winner was Bustin Bay. Jose Ortiz picked up right where he left off at Belmont. Favorite, paid 540 Right off the bat, Linda Rice, who is the leader at Belmont, claimed a horse out of that first race, Honey Money. She claimed that horse. So there was a claim by Linda Rice, a winner by Jose Ortiz, and the favorite wins to open up the card. Second race, the first race of the season for two-year-olds, maidens, fillies. The winner there was Sugar High, Junior Alvarado aboard. Horse was 8-1 to one on the morning line. Get bet down like a good thing and was. Paid $6.30. Trainer Bill Mott wins the first baby race of the season with Sugar High. And Sugar High it was a first-time starter. Right off the bat, bing, and she won with authority. Big win there in the second at uh, Saratoga. And... Uh, <clears throat> By the way, she had uh, been working out at Saratoga before this race. Remember what our handicappers say. Uh, you know, it's a good thing to get a work over the track, and horses who like that track are going to like it. And and this uh, this was a prime example for a two-year-old. Javi Castellano got in uh, to uh, get into things with the winner's circle in the third race with Diva Ready at 1780. And Chad Brown, who's looking for his third consecutive Saratoga title. 44-year-old Brown, who's from nearby Mechanicville. Oh, well, uh, Jonathan will tell me how to pronounce that. Anyhow, 
Mashanetville, I guess. Grew up watching the races with his family at Saratoga. Now he's one of the kingpins there. He's won his last two uh, titles. He's won five titles in the last seven years there, and he wins the uh, the fourth race with uh, Salima, Flavian Pratt, $3.70. By the way, he uh, what did he have? Uh, 40, 42 wins last year. So he's got uh, 41 more to go to tie. <laughs> uh, fifth race, Pratt comes back and wins that. So he's the first jockey to win more than one race at Saratoga yesterday with uh, Dust Devil, a play here for Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry Jackowitz gave us Dust Devil. Bet down from four to one. This horse paid $5.70. So the players were in the zone as far as uh, the uh, the live horses against the morning line. Manny Franco won the sixth race with the arrow at 880. John Velasquez into happiness won the seventh, paying $16, coming from way out of the clouds and running everybody down in that seven furlong race. Brother Irad wins the eighth race with My C Cottage. Another pick by Jerry Jackowitz. Another bet down on Jerry's horse that paid $5.60, but his connectors. Swept the Exacta, Trifecta, and Superfecta. Exacta $15, 50 cent try, 26.25, 10 cent super, $32.80. Thank you very much, Jerry. Two picks, two wins yesterday. Then we got to the opening day feature, the Schuylerville. Two year old fillies at six furlongs. And here, a filly who has been working out at Saratoga. And her last workout on the 7th of July, a bullet workout of 34.48 over Saratoga, a first-time starter in a stakes race, a grade three at Saratoga, blows the socks off of the competition and wins the Schuylerville. Becky's Joker for Gary Contessa and Javier Castellano. Castellano's second win of the day. Becky's Joker paid $44.40. No joke for Becky in the Schuylerville. And then Irad, brother Irad, wins his second race of the day in the last race with uh, Thundera paying $18. Got to tell you, though, put Arisa Sema on your list. All right, in the last race, Era Samia, okay? This horse got left at the starting gate, dwelt at the gate, and rolled up on the rail in this race, finished second. But boy, that start put her right behind the uh, eight ball. So that's what it looked like yesterday at Saratoga. Pick five. Last race, pick five. You ready for this? Eight eighty, sixteen dollars even, five sixty, forty four forty, and eighteen dollars. The pick five paid thirty thousand six hundred fifteen dollars and fifty cents for a fifty cent way. Nobody hit the pick six. Five out of six paid twelve hundred and eighteen dollars, and you got a carryover exceeding a hundred nine thousand today on a muddy track at Saratoga. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was your opening day recap of what happened at Saratoga thus far. Mark Cassie had a winner yesterday as well. So uh, top trainers, jockeys, and, and some newbies, everything. Good variety yesterday at Saratoga. 
All righty. On today's show, we got Jonathan Hardoon. He's standing by. I'm sure he heard this recap. He'll give us a thought. Um, give me a pronunciation of some of those names. Anyhow, uh, Jonathan will give us the latest update on the weather there at Saratoga as well. Uh, John Linda will be with us. He's got a Saratoga sheet for today. Jerry Jackowitz as well with two wins out of two picks yesterday. And, of course, Ernie Perry's clocker picks, clocker report for Woodbine. want to remind everybody today, uh, as far as cancellations are concerned, they did this a couple of days ago, but the excessive heat warning in the west is extending, of course, into Northern California. So the uh, the race meet, the Northern California Fair race meet that transferred from uh, Pleasanton now into Sacramento for the next stop was supposed to start today, but they have already canceled the races at Sacramento, the Sacramento Fair in Northern California, today, tomorrow, and Sunday because of excessive heat. All right, that's enough. We got to go to our first break. I got the guys coming in. I want to hear what they got to say on your Friday Race Day Las Vegas show. So we'll be back with the racing menu and the boys and all the good stuff there. Do not, do not, do not do it. Don't go away. We will be right back. is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day do want to clarify one thing when we say a horse was claimed by somebody it means they dropped in the claim but as you know with the new rules and all that in racing they can deny the claims Jonathan Ardoon tells me there were a couple yesterday. We'll get him involved right after the menu. But uh, Linda Rice, I guess, tried to claim the first uh, winner, but that was denied. So they are. Emma Jane Wilson, by the way, had a couple of wins yesterday at Woodbine, in case you're interested there. And um, 
Saratoga, the opening day, uh, because of them trying to beat the weather yesterday at Saratoga, they were accelerating the post times. So the post times were shortened up. That could be maybe a marginal reason, but uh, the opening day handle fell 6.2%. drop in the uh, handle at uh, Saratoga. Um, so they had a storm that was coming through and it did thunder, lightning. Uh, so, uh, it was, uh, it, it was, uh, you know, it was so bad that all the cell phones in the place, the, the warnings were are blaring on all the cell phones at the racetrack. So anyhow, uh, Forte runner up in the Belmont stakes, you know, he's pointing for the Jim Dandy, the half million dollar Jim Dandy. On July 29th at Saratoga. And he was expected to prep in the $1 million Haskell coming up on July 22nd in Monmouth. But now I guess uh, Todd Pletcher says they're going to pass that and uh, point right to the Jim Dandy that gets him uh, to the uh, Travers. So instead of uh, Haskell Travers, he's going Jim Dandy Travers now. So just a little bit of news there along the way. And now we'll get started with the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. And as you know, first post times are Pacific. So here we go. Remember, if you're listening here in Las Vegas, these will be the first post times to roll out in our racebooks. If you're listening anywhere else on the many different platforms that we have to deliver this to you, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, what do you do? Dance a little, do you? <laughs> you adjust from the Pacific time zone to wherever you are so you won't miss anything, okay? Yeah. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? So then here is the menu for today. We begin with Laurel Park. Nine races at Laurel. Pick six jackpot carryover. $22,223. First post time, nine races, nine twenty-five. Delaware Park is next. Delaware Park has eight races. Their first post time is 9.30. 9.30 at Delaware Park. Then we go to uh, Ellis Park. Ellis Park has nine races today from Henderson, Kentucky at the Pea Patch. Nine races. First post time is 9.45 at Ellis. 9.45 there. Super high five carryover. A regular super high five carryover. $20,312 at Ellis Park today. First post time, 9.45. Then, then we get to um, Gulfstream Park. Eight races at Gulfstream. First post time is 9.50 there. Their pick six rainbow jackpot carryover, $87,645. 9.50, first post time at Gulfstream. Then we go back to Saratoga, day two at the spa. Ugh, muddy conditions, though. Here's the deal. First post time is 10:10 at Saratoga. I'm going to give you the turf races transferred and their distances. We roll in succession. Third race off the inner turf course at a mile and 16th. Now will be at one mile on the main track. Fourth race is the uh, co-feature of the day, the supporting feature, I should say, the $135,000 Wilton Stakes at a mile for three-year-old fillies where five have been entered before scratches, and the seven to five favorite there is randomized with Irate Ortiz Jr. 
Axeed is the second choice at 8 to 5 with Flavia and Pratt. All right, then we get to the fifth race. It was scheduled at 5.5 furlongs on the turf course, rescheduled on the main track at 5.5 furlongs. Sixth race, scheduled at a mile and one-eighth on the inner turf course, rescheduled on the main track at a mile and one-eighth. Then we get to the ninth race, the uh, feature of the day, the $150,000 Coronation Cup for three-year-old fillies, which was scheduled at five and a half furlongs on the Mellon Turf course. It's now at five and a half furlongs on the main track. And then finally, the tenth race, which was scheduled at a mile and sixteenth on the inner turf course, now at a one mile on the main. Did you follow that bouncing ball? Muddy, ten races today at Saratoga, and a pick six carryover. Yeah, they left it on the table. The pick six carryover, $109,629.92 to be exact. Mostly cloudy, 68, track is muddy. First post time, 10-10, Pacific for Saratoga today. Woodbine is next. They have eight races. Woodbine has a pick six jackpot carryover, 32909 a super high five jackpot carryover of $39,009. They have eight races today at Woodbine in the first post time of 10-10. Colonial Downs has nine races. The first two races will be uh, dirt races. The last seven are scheduled for the turf. That's the nine races at Colonial Downs. They have a regular pick five carryover there today of 26,406 bucks. Okay? It's a regular carryover. First post on the Colonial Downs is set at 10:30. Monmouth Park. Joycey. 8 races, first post time 11 a.m. Pick 6 jackpot carryover there. $69,527 first post time at Monmouth 11 a.m. Penn National. Seven races. They'll kick in at 3 o'clock this afternoon. 3 o'clock at Penn Nat. First post time, 3 o'clock at Penn National. All right. Then you have Evangeline Downs. They have nine races. Their first post time is 3.30. Prairie Meadows kicks in with ten races. First three will be quarter horses. The last seven are thoroughbreds. That's the deal at Prairie Meadows today for their ten race card. And they have first post time at Prairie Meadows at uh, 4 p.m. And then we wrap it up at Charlestown. Well, not exactly, but we'll go next to Charlestown. They have eight races. Their first post time is 4 p.m. at Charlestown. Their pick six jackpot carryover, 49787 And then we'll wrap it up with Emerald Downs. Emerald Downs' first post time is 7 p.m., 7 p.m. at uh, Emerald Downs today. Okay. Pick six jackpot carryover, by the way, at Emerald Downs is $1,711. All righty. That's your menu. Now time to go to Jonathan Hardoon. He can give me an explanation on some of the uh, names that I butchered and his observations of opening day at uh, Saratoga. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. You're asking me to correct your English. Uh, your English is a lot better than mine, but it is Mechanicville. Mechanicville? Or, uh, Chad Brown. Mechanicville? Yes, like, yes sir. Mechanicville. Okay. okay. Where he was born and raised, I guess. All right. Which is close to Saratoga, is it not? Yeah, it's a town over. Oh, okay. So if you need a repair on your car, go to Mechanicville. 
Exactly. Okay. He's <laughs> not going to fix it for you. Oh, okay, but, brother. you know, you'll be in the right place, I guess. Anyhow, uh, yesterday's observations, anything? Oh, by the way, uh, tell me about the claims. What happened there? Well, you had six or seven claims yesterday. You had two horses that were claimed, but the claim was voided. Um, the horse in the first race that Linda Rice claimed went back to the original trainer, Honey Money. That uh, claim was voided. And then in the uh, third race, a horse named Fabulous Fanny, Roberto Diodoro, Robertino Diodoro's horse, that horse was also claimed, but that horse also returned back to Diodoro. That's voided both of those claims. All righty. Uh, and uh, what about that uh, first-time starter? Not only uh, in the first uh, two-year-old race of the day with Bill Mott trainee, Sugar High, but the big uh, first-time starter win in the Schuylerville by Becky's uh, Joker. I think somebody knew some, uh, how good she was. Yeah, and they knew how good Sugar High was. That horse was 8-1 to one morning line, bent down to 2-1. to one, And yeah. uh, that horse, like you said, worked over the Saratoga. Toga course, it's obviously an important factor. Mm-hmm. Then in the Skylerville, that horse uh, actually was uh, highly regarded. However, they knew that the horse had gate problems, and uh, he got left in the gate and still won very impressively at a big price. And take nothing away from the winner of the last, breaking from the 12th post, number 14, on the turf. Not an easy thing to do for a first-time starter, yeah. and he did it. Late double comprised of two first-time starters, the one written by Castellano, the other by Ortiz, and you got back $203 on a dollar bet. So first-time starters at Saratoga, that's what it's known for. They stepped up, and they certainly performed well yesterday. Now, did all of these, I know the two two-year-olds, but uh, did the last race uh, winner also work out at Saratoga before the race? Uh- well, he ran on the turf, so I don't, I honestly don't know. Okay. But, uh, you know, if you work on the dirt and you run on the turf, it's uh, apples and oranges. Right. But, you know, I got to tell you, Be- Becky's Joker, you say, uh, had uh, problems, uh, you know, had a, kind of uh, some learning to do about he coming said, out of the starting yeah. gate. Horse worked bullet, a bullet worker on 3448 at Saratoga. So, you know, she must have done something right. Yeah, and I mean, listen, but she still paid $40. Yeah. They, they were, everyone was high on the uh, Lucas horse and the uh, Pletcher horse. The truth of the matter is, Ralph, the horse in the second race, Sugar yeah. High, earned uh-huh. a higher figure than the winner of the stake. Wow. So, for whatever that's worth. Billy Mott, Billy Mott. Billy Mott. Billy Mott yeah. keeps going. Yeah, he sure does. Good guy, too. That's for sure. Good trainer. So what did we take away from yesterday at Saratoga? I know it's only one day, and it was a fast track, and and the turf course was, for all intents and purposes, firm. We don't have any turf today, and and the track's going to come up a sea of mud. But can we learn anything from uh, yesterday that we can apply to today? Well, the track was certainly even yesterday. Uh, You could see you could win from dead last sprinting and, and that you know usually it's a speed favoring track but the, the track was certainly fair yesterday you could win on the front end coming from behind you know and uh that's about it so just keep plugging away it's only day one of 40 so you have 39 more de- i have 39 more days to get even so, so you got 39 <laughs> more days to, to correct anything right <laughs> exactly now uh you talk about uh, a fair racetrack, but uh, now I know it was a seven furlong race, but the seventh race yesterday into happiness came from the clouds and just absolutely turned he turned everybody into stone in the last sixteenth um, of a mile, just zipped right by under John Velasquez. 
It was amazing. He came from uh, the Hall of Fame yeah. on Union Avenue to win that race. He, he would stop by probably to get an autographed copy of Rich Ang's book. And <laughs> Good plug. <laughs> you like the way I slipped Yeah, that right. Yeah, I book. did, yeah. And, <laughs> and he, came, I mean, he came flying. And, uh, you know, he, he beat me because I was running first and second, and I thought I was home. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, uh, out of the clouds came the source, and boom, he won. Congratulations to Mark Henning, who, by the way, doesn't claim any horses. So when an outfit like that claims horses, you should pay attention okay. because, again, most of his horses are homebreds or, you know, he has his clients, but doesn't claim many horses. And that was a claim, and it turns out to be a pretty good one. All right. So we got to put that on the horses to watch bet back list. We got to put uh, Mott's winner of the second race on a bet back list. And that horse that ran second, they dwelt at the start in the last race and came roaring home to finish second under Pratt, and you can give me the name yeah, of that Yeah, but horse. That, that horse will be two to five after that performance. Yeah. Everyone saw what we saw. You like to find hidden, you know, yeah. uh, hidden trips, not not ones that are obvious, and that was a racima. A racima? A racima? In the last okay. Yes. Okay. So we got that going, and we got a carryover in the uh, pick six today. What do you um, – what – do you take away from uh, the handle going down yesterday? I know that they accelerated post times that might have knocked off a few people, but what did you think about, because uh, the crowd was big, but they weren't betting. It was big, Ralph, but you know, it wasn't as big as it usually is. Really? Okay. And I'll be honest with you, I think that Saratoga outpriced themselves. I mean, everything has become so expensive. Oh. The hotels are out of, out of sight. I mean, they're just, there are some crazy prices, and uh, you know, you gotta you gotta be smart somewhere, and uh, I don't know. Everyone's out to make a quick buck, but in the long run, I think they're hurting themselves and the game. But again, it was one day. What does it mean? They were expecting bad weather all day, yeah. so that was touch and go. So maybe people stayed away for that reason. You can't judge from one day. Let's see how the weekend plays out. Now, how does the weekend play out as far as weather? We know what we got today. Is this going to extend through Saturday and Sunday? You think? They said there's a chance of showers later today, and tomorrow they're calling for like 30%. So uh -huh. 30%, you're pretty safe, I would assume. Because, again, here it could be raining on one side of the street yeah. and sunny on the other side. It's crazy. But okay. last year we were lucky. We dodged the weather for the most part. And, uh, listen, one day and already we have rain, but uh, you never know what you're going to get. But it's supposed to be nice. Now, Sunday's in question, but tomorrow's going to be nice. All right. Now, you talk about the prices. Uh, I, somebody tweeted out a sign at Saratoga Inside before you got to the concession stand of the prices, okay? A four-pack of 16-ounce beer. This is not $40. $40. $40 yeah. for a beverage that you're only renting, okay? <laughs> and it's it's a domestic one. You're going to get a domestic... For, and if you want the premiums, they got to pay $48 for the same four. Uh, really? Okay, so you're really the question. <laughs> really? A bottle a bottle of water is 5 or $6. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. That, so, and that's without even betting. That's without going into windows. Uh, yeah. I mean, wonder why the handle was down. <laughs> there was more more money being spent on beer, I guess. Oh my! All right. So what are we what are we well, looking at today? We got uh, we got uh, all these uh, races transferred from the turf to the uh, main. Some of them I will remain the, the same distances. Intact. 
Yeah, I hope the fields stay intact for the most part. I mean, the, the dirt, the turf races may get decimated. And uh, listen, honestly, it's not a great card. It was a good card before the the, the races came off the grass. But yeah. who's no, who knows what's going to be left uh, after they get done? Well, yesterday, you know, we're talking about yesterday when the weather was okay. They had twenty five scratches on the card. So I don't know what's going to happen. Well, that today. could be the high. That could be the new Heiser rules. Who knows? Yeah. You know, yeah. Who knows? All right. Give me. Give me something here. All right. I'll give you two plays. One at oh. Monmouth and one at Saratoga. Monmouth, I have Monmouth and Saratoga selections up. Okay. Uh, let's look at Saratoga first and look at the third race, which will now be run on the main track at a mile. And number seven, Quarrel. The three-year-old filly from the Bobby Roboto barn gets Lasix today for the first time. Mm-hmm. She's an improving horse. I like her on the turf or the dirt. Javier Castellano, who's off to a terrific start, I think yeah. three wins yesterday, <clears throat> will get his fourth today in the third race, number seven, Quarrel. He'll get his third today. He and uh, Pratt and oh, uh, yeah, he and Pratt and Irad both had uh, two wins on the card yesterday. But nevertheless. He is riding in his own ever since he got that uh, run for the Roses. Castellano's been rejuvenated, that's for sure. So in the third race, you like the seven quarrel. It's eight to one on the morning line, but we know about the morning lines there. So in the third race, you like the seven quarrel with Castellano aboard. Third race, the seven at Saratoga. And you're going to give me something in the Jersey Shore. Yeah, the sixth race today at Mammoth, number five, Baracchio, a seven-year-old gelding for the Jamie Ness Bar, and Homot Torres aboard to ride. He's listed at four to one on the morning line. He is a free bingo square in your pick fives, pick fours, pick six play. Sixth race today, number five, Baracchio, four to one on the morning line, yeah. wins today, sixth race free bing- Mammoth free, Park. Free bingo square at four to one I like in the sixth race, the five, Baracchio, the five in the sixth race at Monmouth. And don't forget, folks. Tip of the iceberg, Jonathan's uh, full selections for both Saratoga and Monmouth at his website. And, John, Jonathan, I, I know that we won't have you over the weekend, but uh, you just keep texting me about uh, track conditions and anything you want the uh, listeners to know over the weekend, okay? Absolutely, Ralph. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Be well. All right. You got it, my man. Our man right on the scene at Saratoga. How about that? All right. We'll be back with uh, Ernie Perry's clock report at uh, Woodbine, plus uh, John Lindo and Jerry J. yet to go. So don't go anywhere. No. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Cup Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Back on race day, Las Vegas. Let's go north of the border to Woodbine for Ernie Perry's clock report for today. How about that? All right. We're going to do it again. We're going to give you the first of the two plays today and the clock report at Woodbine in the very first race. Remember, first race post time is at 10-10 Pacific. 10-10 this morning Pacific. 
is uh, first post time for the eight races today at Woodbine. And in that first race, we're going to try to build a bankroll here with uh, Ernie Perry's Clocker Report pick. Number five, Martin River. 15 to 1 on the morning line. This is the longest shot on the board in a seven-horse field in the opener. Now, Ernie said, look, this horse had a 47.20 workout. He's a nine-year-old. He switches barns, and he has back class, and he's going to take a shot with number five, Martin River, the five in the first race at Woodbine at 15 to 1. Ernie Perry's first of two clocker picks. The other one? comes in the fifth race. In the fifth race, Ernie Perry's clocker report pick is number two, Haley's Hero. This one, six to one on the morning line. He said this one had a workout of 48.20. This horse is good right now. He says he's moving up, and he's going to be a decent price. And so with that in mind, Ernie likes in the fifth race the two-horse Haley's Hero, the two in the fifth at Woodbine, Ernie Perry's Clocker report picks for today at Woodbine. And we will come back with John Lindo and Jerry J right after this. And we'll get uh, John Lindo's take on what happened first day at Saratoga. So don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on your Friday race day Las Vegas show. And again, uh, Saratoga, rain, muddy, stuff like that. And Southwest here in Vegas and California and other places, heat warnings. Let's see what's going on in uh, John Lindo's neighborhood. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good, good, good. How's the weather there? Oh, it's beautiful. We've got a little overcast right now. It'll burn off. And we'll probably be in the high 70s today here near the coast. So... Uh, I'm in the right location, and, uh, you know, it's fast and firm in my race book here, so I'm good to go. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. I know that you uh, are close to and uh, probably have ventured on the backstretch at Del Mar. Uh, things are getting ready for uh, next week? Yeah, they just opened the uh, the barn area yesterday. Haven't been down there yet. The guys are all basically setting up. and uh-huh. uh, The training track was open for training today. The main track will open for training tomorrow. Maybe I'll, I'll wander down there, I think, tomorrow a little bit and see what it looks like. But, uh uh, you know, everybody's excited. Uh, again, they're getting out of the heat in Arcadia and yeah. coming down here where it's a little bit cooler. And, uh, you know, everybody's looking forward to it. And then you get this two-week break and everybody, they'll be gnawing the legs off the table getting ready for yeah, a Yeah, they get a little bit of a refresher, you know, just take a small break there. That's for sure. Um, 
Before we get to uh, Saratoga, though, I want to mention, well, we will get to Saratoga right now. 25 scratches yesterday? Yeah, between, uh, the, I think there were 10 or 11 vet scratches, then you had some main track onlys that were scratched, and you had the uh, stakes, you know, you can, you can scratch, scratch out of the stakes races. So uh, between all of them, you add them all up, out of 107 horses that were on the card, uh, 25 of them came out. So, you know, that's, that's a lot of re-handicapping for us who do the work ahead of time. And uh, I guess between all those late scratches and the fact that uh, the weather uh, in the Saratoga area had uh, been threatening anyhow might have added to that uh, drop in the handle on opening day. Yeah, then I think, uh, you know, kind of speeding up the post times a little bit, and yeah. that, that may have hurt them a little bit, but they did the right thing because they – they beat the rain by about a half an hour. It started right after they were done uh, with the card there. So they got it in safely and uh, beat the weather. Everything stayed on the surface they, they were supposed to. Yeah. And uh, overall, I, you know, I got to think that they were happy with opening day. Impressions of the first day? Anything that you take away? Well, the first thing that jumped out at me was how slow that main track was. They ran that first race, the mile and eighth. And the last eighth of a mile was in 14 and two-fifths seconds, basically, which is, you know, harness time. Mm-hmm. So it, the, the, main, the stretch especially looks like quicksand. It's very, you better be fit. You better have some work over that racetrack to build a foundation. And uh, it'll be a little different today with a muddy track. If they got a seal on it, it'll probably be faster than it was yesterday. With the seal, yeah. Absolutely. That, that'll only help it, I think. Yeah, no question about that. And, of course, uh, you know, First-time starters were prominent yesterday, and, uh, of course, uh, like you said, horses who have worked over that racetrack uh, produced well yesterday as well. Well, there were only two two-year-olds that yeah. have been based at Saratoga, you know, since since May, uh-huh. and they were the two winners, uh, the, the uh. first-time starter in the, in the second race and the first-time starter in the stake. How about that? Yeah, they had had uh, multiple drills at, at Saratoga, so they were used to that surface, mm-hmm. and I think it really showed. Yeah. So I, I would keep an eye on that, especially with the young horses. Having that uh, foundation over that racetrack is really going to help. No question about that, that's for sure. And uh, all of the uh, people that uh, usually do well at Saratoga checked in with a victory or two yesterday uh, at the spa. But uh, the pick six uh, did not uh, get hit, and we got over 109000 for today. Even with muddy conditions, you got to think people are going to take a shot at that. Oh, sure they will. And, uh, you know, again, there'll be scratches today with the off-the-turf and the, and the, and the uh, main track. So, It'll lessen the field sizes, and it, it, it might become playable. I uh, don't have any changes yet. I'm kind of waiting like you guys just to see uh, how these races end up after scratches, and uh, we'll take a look to see if there's a card we can put together. Well, we know that uh, we know Andy's on top of it, that's for sure. He'll tweet that out possibly before uh, the website actually posts them. But for right now, on the website, there are no late scratches. You know there are some to come. And so uh, we will uh, we'll deal with that as we go along. A couple of stakes races today. The Wilton at a mile for three-year-old Phillies is a small uh, field uh, of only five, but it looks like the favoritism will be between a seed and uh, randomized. Right. Those are the two Chad Brown horses, and they both have tactical speed. Uh, with randomized on the outside, I would assume Arad Ortiz will probably make the lead and the seed will go into a tracking position. Although, you know, uh, if, Pratt decides to put a seat on the lead, and uh, Arad can, can track. So Chad Brown holds the aces, and, he, and he'll dictate how the race comes out. And you got to remember this one-turn distance was new starting last year. Yeah. It's got a little bit of a turn, you know, coming out of a chute, and then they kind of go left a little bit and yeah. then down the backside. So 
uh, we'll we'll see how this plays out. And last year, you kind of wanted to be out in the in, in toward the outside of this yeah. racetrack to settle in for these one one turn mile races. Yeah, it's a it's a small little bend. Uh, it's uh, like half of the bend that uh, you have at the same distance at Ellis Park. So it is a small little bend there. So I'm sure the jockeys are aware of that. Five horse field though, it shouldn't. Uh, cost too much, but like you said, Chad Brown holds the aces in the Wilton, and he certainly holds the aces <laughs> in the Diana, having uh, f- four of the five uh, tomorrow. With uh, of course, in Italian, being like two to five on the line. All right, we get to yeah, the. He, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, you know, the, the key for him, he just wants to keep that rain away. He's got to stay. That race has to stay on the grass. Yeah, right? yeah. Otherwise, oh boy. Well, you know what? He's got he's got offspring. Uh, even if it comes off like horses uh, by American Pharaoh and and uh, some other horses that uh, probably wouldn't uh, be so bad on the main track as well. Coronation Cup for three year old fillies at five and a half furlongs. Now on the main is the ninth race on the card. A little bit more wide open in this race. Love Reigns is the seven to five favorite, and Joel Rosario looking for his first win at uh, Saratoga this season. Yeah, I don't know if she runs with this race off the yeah. grass now. I think she's strictly turf. I would yeah. not be surprised to see her come out today. And this is one of those races we've got to wait to see the changes. Right. And uh, the uh, horse, the nine horse in the race, L Street Lady, sitting at uh, nine to five. Uh, that's that's one that will probably uh, been a main track only horse. Yeah, she's the only main track only horse in there. You know she will run, yeah. and she's drawn on the outside. So. Uh, the the uh, w- the weather guys were kind to Brittany Russell for L Street Lady. Yes, uh, that's for sure, and I'm sure that uh, that one will be in- uh, installed the uh, favorite. That's for sure. How do you see that race? Well, as it comes up off the grass, I have to look at L Street Lady first, just because this is what they want to do. Uh, you've got a lot of fillies uh, that are questionable. The the main contention for the turf horses like uh, Love Reigns, My Sweet Affair. Love appeals. They all can come out, and if it does, it really changes this race. So, again, until I see scratches right now, L Street Lady is the one to beat. All right, what do you got for us today? You got a pick off of that Lendo report, reminding everybody that until next Friday, a week from today, when uh, John Lendo returns with the Lendo report for Southern California on opening day at Del Mar, he will have a, a Saratoga Lendo report uh, every racing day at Saratoga for the next week. And, it, of course, it's exclusively distributed, free of charge, complimentary at the South Point Racebook, only there at the South Point Racebook because they love horse players. Pick. Let's go. Yeah, let's go to the 10th and final at Saratoga off the grass. And that, that's what number 16, Valens and Day, wants uh, for his best races. He is a one-turn specialist, so the two-turn mile wouldn't have done him any good. One turn on the dirt, he can handle a wet track. He's got tactical speed to, to find a spot from the outside post. I don't know where he'll end up before after scratches, but he'll he'll be in the clear. Arad Ortiz, six to one on the program. We're not going to get that. I would take half that. Number sixteen, Valens and Day benefits off the turf. Tenth race at Saratoga. Yeah, and you know there'll be some scratches in that race. He'll move in from the starting eight, that's for sure. But number sixteen, Valens and Day, that is the number you bet when you played that race. The sixteen, Valens and Day. In the 10th and final at Saratoga, I read aboard John Lendo's uh, pick, and we're hoping for anything close to 6-1 to one there, the 16 horse in the 10th. Don't forget, all the rest, including all of those races with the pick 6 today, and then, of course, the suggested late pick 4. And when you get the suggested late pick 4, make sure you see where he says uh, main track only horses in the late uh, pick 4. All that goody information, one sheet, Lendo report at the South Point. Uh, thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 
You got it. Good luck today. All right. You got him, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz, who was two for two yesterday at Saratoga. So he's got uh, he's got uh, his Saratoga sharpened uh, up. That's for sure. Uh, although they were bet down, Jerry, they were hot horses on the board and they were hot horses in the winner's circle. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, this if you know you if you've decided they're underlays, the the sad thing is sometimes you have to kind of pass on them, but. Uh, you know, you, you make that judgment uh, at the time you're betting, and um, you know they did win, so there's no, you know, that's good. Yeah, you're not going to. They win, so it doesn't matter. You're going to make money. But in the eighth race, not only did your horse win and got bet down, but you had uh, the link ups that swept the exacta trifecta and superfecta. So that one. Yeah, well, that that really worked out nicely. Yeah, that, yeah, it did. That made a that made chicken soup out of chicken fat. All right, so what are we doing today? Mud there, huh? Yeah, we got mud, and we're going. I'm going to only give you one play today because I've got like a million audibles that I got to do, and I'm going to go to race number five. We're going. Oh, excuse me. I'm. I wanted to. Uh, I, I'm going to go to race number five, and if if Sherizado, uh, the ten horse, is running, Sherizando on the turf. Uh-huh. I want to take this horse. I think likes. I think she'll do well on. All right, the wait a minute. Now you do understand that they're they're off the turf today already. Right. I know that. Okay. Right. I'm okay. taking this off the turf. All right. Based on the idea that this. So your dog doesn't like. He wants to. Yeah, yeah. This gelding from. Yeah. He wants him to stay on the turf. This gelding from Gary's yak is a. It's uh, going to like the wet track. That's my uh, my belief here. Okay, so in the fifth race, you like the ten, Sherazando. The right. 10, Javier Castellano board, who is a I've marked it. Uh, it's marked as a P horse, and it's the only horse that's potentially better on the wet track. For exotics, I'll use the 3, 6, and the 9. Okay. But um, I'm not so sure about them, but I really do like uh, the 10 horses. So. All right. Now, we want to remind everybody out there that the power pages, uh, you do set them up for days like today as well. On the power page, you have... The M's and the P's, and they're both uh, uh, uppercase and lowercase P's. Now, the M's obviously means they have uh, they move up in the mud. Correct. And the P's are potentially moving up. Now, Correct. from the lowercase to the uppercase uh, ones, uh, let's say uh, there's an uppercase M. That's like a good mud mark. Uh, uh, the That's old a days big mud the- mark. Yeah, I would... So let's say I rated the horse at 70. I might rate the horse anywhere from 73 to 74 with the big M in, okay. the, in the wet track. So in other words, this, then, your, your, yours is like the, the, the super mud mark they used to have in the daily racing. Oh, format. remember that? Yeah, yeah, it was great with the X with the yeah, circle. Yeah. The X with the circle was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, so <laughs> that your, your, capital, your uppercase M is that, right? Right. My lowercase is just the, 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 the mud mark, the X. So, so you know, I, I rate him up about one, one and a half, two points for a little M. For a big M, I rate him up three to four points. And um, the P's, I don't actually do a rating. I just sort of have a, an idea that yeah. they, they could really run better and who knows how much better. All right. Well, we're out, we're out of time. Power Pages at jerryjspowerpage.com. In the fifth race, he likes the 10 over 3, 6, 9 and reverse. Say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.